When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast. Up your ear holes. Well, it could be any time you want it to be. Oh, for fuck's sake, stop making it so accessible. But this is the problem, you see. You shouldn't start something and say, I think I might be able to do it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Myself and PJ are trying to go through our schedules here. Yeah, no, and I'm, by I'm... schedules, I'm like, people asking us to do shit. Yeah. And me going, I for don't free. think... Well, no, it's not for free. Oh, isn't that no, it? Well, for practice, what is it for? Then a box of sweets or something, is it? No, it's like 200 quid for a half oh, an hour or something. Right, in cash and all. Yeah. Uh, maybe then. You okay. know what I mean? Trying to fucking, you know... Pay Build. electricity bills for a house I don't live in anymore, so I might as well. We're back to that. Good news, yeah. Owen McGee said he's going to come on our podcast. Owen McGee is the financial expert, yeah. lad, right. But he's, and he said to me, so I rang him, hello there, welcome to the Drummond Podcast. Ah! Oh, you just spilled coffee all over the gaff. God. And your jacket. I don't care about my jacket, the headphones, stay there. Oh, you no, fucking wrecked the gaff. <laughs> oh, please, um... Let us take a moment for this brief pause in the Dublin podcast. We will report back to you with normal scheduling as soon as possible. This has been an emergency brought to you by the Dublin podcast. Here she is now. She's coming back now. Ah, look, she has a clot. Swamping, mopping. This is a great good live podcast action. This is coffee all over the gap. Now, you, and you were giving outside and you wouldn't let your nipper into the playroom with a bit of... With a glass of juice. I'm an absolute spiller, like. <laughs> that was class. Live action fucking podcast. For the first time ever, something's actually happened. Rather than two fucking idiots talking bollocks to each other. <laughs> that was great, crack. My fucking anxiety now. Look at that. Oh, I fucking uh-huh. broke open spillages. Um, oh, yeah. welcome back. Hiya. Um, sorry, what was I saying? We're talking about the financial expert coming Oh, yeah, Oh McGee, right? So he said, Oh, y'all, come on. And he's like, And he was like, What's the story? What were you saying? I said, Oh, PJ can't get a mortgage, but it's an ongoing thing, and I just don't think he can get one full stop. Yeah. And then he was like, So this is more of you, right? Because he's like, um, All right, well, then, do you want to give him my phone number? Just tell him to give me a ring. And he was like, I can, We can have a chat, like, obviously, privately. And I went, Yeah, I mean, I could do that, Owen, but I don't know if he'll even ring you. Like, well, I've given up, you see. But so you it's could hard. talk to Owen. See, I don't think, not even about mortgage, I think just, in tra- he does it all. He does the financial. Right. Like, he, because I, I actually. Well, he's going to charge me then for that. That's professional work. No, we'll ask him not to charge you because we'll, we'll let him come on the podcast. Well, then we'll do it on the podcast because yeah. otherwise it's professional work and he'd be like going, yeah. I think I think he'll look after you. I don't think he's going well, to. Well, we'll ask him when the mics are live, and then the pressure's <laughs> fucking on. Then see, do you know and what? Then he has the freedom to ignore my messages for him ever after that Amazing. if that suits him. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? The hustle is real. I'm on it. 
the whole sort of just happening. making making money and like trying to we need a sponsor for this podcast right yeah so I've been thinking about it a lot this week about oh, like yeah. who we could who we so if you're Damn actually straight. a marketing whiz or living in the PR world and you listen to the Dublin podcast and any of your brands like I was thinking Kyo's Crisps would be a good fit Kyo, we I have didn't work very, for them before did you yeah I did yeah I did these oh kids. no you really upset them because you were late and everything weren't you with I was Kyo's? very late yeah. which I never am I've never I've been late twice in my fucking you're life like the earliest person ever. Ever. I've been late twice in my fucking life to any work I've ever done and both t- occasions it was for Kyo's Crisps. Fuck. Yeah. Wasn't that in Cork and then you got real snotty with the girl and you were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I got, I got, yeah, because she was like sound check. I was like, what do you mean sound check? It's a fucking microphone. Why do I need to be well, there an hour beforehand for a sound check? It wasn't her fault. She was just doing her job and I was just being a little self. rat bastard. But I, I was genuinely surprised that there was a sound check. I didn't know. Yeah. So I went to get there you know, before yeah. the show started, which I did do. Yeah. It wasn't even for the show. Oh, right, yeah. But I was late for a scheduled sound check <laughs> that I had no idea was, like, you know, anyway, look, it's not her fault. She was doing it anyway, all. I think Kyo's Crisps, I think, I think Kyo's Crisps, I think I used to rent their apartment, you know. What? The people who own Kyo's Crisps. Oh, right, they're, yeah, they're home. Sure their family, no, so they had, they, I think it's Kate was his wife's name. In Tipperary, but he left and he's like, "Oh yeah, we've built a house down in Tipperary. They have a little, uh, they have a little bit of land." And then I think more and more, I was like, "I think those people are Kyo's crisps." I think oh. Dave was his name. Anyway, I think his wife was like, "I think she is Kyo's." I think they were maybe not Kyo's, maybe something else. But anyway, I think Kyo's crisps could be a crisp manufacturer. Tato, like because it. we know how I've pledged my allegiance to Tato. Yeah, but I'm more of a kinger. But they owned them anyway. Do King, do Tato own King? They do, yeah, they do. They own them I now, didn't yeah. Know that. They do, yeah. They own they them. They taste yeah. different though. King and Tato they do taste, taste different. Yeah, King are far different. superior. Uh, they are, and I'm surprised you haven't said the same. On a cheese You're... and onion, on a cheese and onion, they are, but not on a salt and vinegar. Uh, well, no. And I'll tell you, I take the Queens. Salt, I'll salt I'll take... and vinegar. You might as well drink the fucking battery acid. My favorite your car. crisp is the salt and vinegar crisp. Ah, no, it's poison piss. So it's it is. not. I it love. Is. It's pissy poison. Anything, and also Tato's range of hot lips. Love a hot lip. Love a meanie. Chipsticks, they've changed the consistency. I love a corn snack. And yeah, I like, I like a I corn snack. Has, it's been years since I've had one, though. Oh years. My God, when, I'm, when I bake hungover, I eat them all the time. Yeah, I love it. Smoky bacon for the old crisp sandwich, that would be my, uh, oh, that'd really? be the flavour of choice for me, yeah. No, I go with the salt and vinegar. That real butter shit. Have you seen the new fucking butter knife you can get? No. Oh, I'm mad to get one. Oh, here, I just saw them, you know, floating around the internet, as you do. I've No, I haven't looked up how to get my hands on one yet. But it's a butter knife, Is right? It's a JML. Oh, I don't. I don't even know what that means. What's you that? You know the JML products are always on the telly. Oh, Joe's I have no clue. I know. I don't see ads. Sure, I don't have telly. And um, so it's uh, you pick it up, and when your hand goes on either side of the handle, the blade heats up to a certain to, to help spread the butter. And like a, a tiny little bit, like it just heats up just enough to spread the butter. What's it called? Or does it have like a? Oh, it's a butter knife. That like I mean, you're asking me details. I don't have fucking details. I don't even know how I got here today. Right. So asking me details about this thing. It's one of these sort of dream products, though. You can buy them. At, yeah, is that what it looks like? Well, I can't handle. see anything. Sorry. I can't. The picture there is very small. Very small. But it has like That's a little black one. rubber thing and when you put your hands on either side of it, it heats up, it, like it heats up to, like to a temperature that would never burn you or nothing. But it's just like enough that kind of. to spread. Ah, that looks like a fucking crayon or something. No, it was much, it looked like a knife. It actually looked like a knife. Like that? What? That's a fucking dildo. Look at that. <laughs> Look at the shape of that. <laughs> Imagine if someone, if your fella found that in the drawer, he'd go, what are you doing? And you said, that was a butter knife. He'd go, Suzanne, go get me I'm more a grown steak man. <laughs> I'm a grown man. This is bullshit. That is not for buttering sandwiches. Get me more steak knives <laughs> and get back to me. Okay, so you want to heat it 
bought a knife. That's uh, not going to not gonna sponsor us. Anyway, Irish gins, I think, because we've got a huge following across the world. I'm mad for whiskey. I'm mad for the whiskey. If there's whiskey, if there's alcohol, people. And Smittics. Fuck you, Smittics. I talk about you all the time. Yeah, come on. Jump onto the podcast. Teeling Whiskey. I went to school with Jack Teeling from Teeling's Whiskey. I'm going to send him a text message and ask him, does he want to? I don't have the man's number. He's successful. Uh, but I went to school with him. <laughs> Well, yeah, when people get successful, you don't have their number anymore. That's how you know you're a success. No one has your number. Really? Yeah, that's so a many part people of have it. your number. Uh, loads of people have my number. My phone never stops ringing. Phone. I don't know why they ring me because I would never answer the phone. I've never missed a call in my life. I just <laughs> stare at them till they fuck off. <laughs> but I would never. <laughs> loads of people have my number. I like, think we've talked on the phone in five years. Oh, I probably would never twice. I would never. Why would any? It's it's literally bad manners to ring someone on the phone. It's bad manners. I don't manners. like ringing people. Huh? I don't like ringing people. No, it's people. bad manners. What the fuck do you want? Summarise it, text it, and send it. That's all you got to do. That's so all anybody could, wants. We could a communications company. We could... Yeah. Like a WhatsApp. <laughs> like someone like that. Yeah, someone who's anti-talk. This is the fucking thing. It's the word everyone's saying. You got to talk to each other. You got to get out there and talk. Don't be afraid to talk. Nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to talk. They want to send you a message on WhatsApp. That's what they want to do. <laughs> Express yourself somehow if you're having issues. That's what we say here. Yeah, That's if you're having well, yeah, if you're having issues, you know. But there is still an argument for <laughs> the odd time. Like you know, someone like me, fucking shut your hole for once. You know what I mean. You know, you know, like most people, and I'm saying there's 99% of people out there. Yes, if you need to talk, and we've said it on this podcast before, talk. We've had personal PJ experience. PJ doesn't want you to pull that, you out of the fucking sea. But I know, I know a hand, of, a handful of people, man. They don't want to talk. I know they never stop talking. Like there has to be a fine line. <laughs> has to be a fine line. I know one person just won't stop talking. She won't stop. Every day, she just won't Dear stop. Ma'am. She just won't stop. Every fucking day. And it's not even important shit. This is what I'm trying to get at, right? This is what I'm trying to get at, right, Suzanne? You haven't nailed. Here's what I'm talking about. If you have a problem in your life, no matter how trivial it seems to you, if it's fucking up your head, if you really are feeling that you need help, right? Or even if you're not feeling like you need help, even if you're feeling locked into yourself and the hardest thing in the world to do is talk, then fucking do it, right? If you never stop moaning from morning to fucking night, irrelevant shit. If nobody responds to you when you keep talking, it's not a conversation. Please. (laughs) Please. I just know one person, she won't stop talking. And it's never good. How are you? Uh, uh, Unfairness. You know, you're just like, Oh, what? I went home the other day and the dog goes after eating a hole in my jumper and the fucking jumper. It's a fucking jumper. It wasn't even a nice one. I've seen it loads of times. (laughs) You fucking get on your fucking jumper. I'll just put a different one on. I, I swear to God, I've, you know. That so, sounds like my mom. My mom used to always say never uh, to ask my eldest brother how he was. Because yeah, my mom was like, the problem is he'd tell you. There you go. You know, <laughs> they don't ask him how he is. Oh, yeah. Tell you. It's in another way with most people. Yeah. All right. Not bad. What's cracky? Well, yeah, grand. Yeah. You know, the odd, you know the odd fucker. How are you? Oh no! I'll be honest. Oh Jesus! Christ. Oh, there's one. There's a man on the school pickup run. I swear to God, I do everything in my power. Like is everything he a in my power. Yeah. To, to and if he, you, you see him because he just finds someone to talk to and latches onto them, and you're stuck for the whole ten minutes before oh you pick God. up. He's. It's amazing how ten minutes can feel like a lifetime. 
And like you're like, trying to make eye contact with other people to help you and they all know to stay away from them. So then the rest of the parents all stay away. So you're just left standing yeah. and he's like, my wife had a stroke. No, he's doing very well. At least and that's a real problem. No, like, like you know. she's like she's in a home, she's doing well. That's not his problem. His problem oh. is just like, and I'm just saying I'd mind the game. And did you see the weather? I kind of the house the other day, you know. This, I kind of, and there was a fucking brick sticking out of the footpath like that. Now, so that I'm not a dog could trip over that and break his nose, and the fucking, you know, and, and no one cares. And I called the council, and they, you may as well be sticking your, you may as well hold your own Mickey like a microphone, start talking to it because they don't care about what you have to say. You know what I mean? This is me seventeen time this week calling the council, and they don't do anything about any of the things. You're like, oh fuck off. But do you not find that January has brought out the worst in people? Yeah, it's brought out the worst in me. Uh, Oh, Oh, it's brought out the worst in me. This fucking month is the most never-ending shitmare of a lifetime. But you're rich, you're not even worried about getting paid. Oh my God, you're giving me a heart, you're going to make me fucking faint. You're going to turn me into the prick I'm I'm pricking on about. You're going to turn me into him. Right, go on. It brings out the worst in everybody. And you know who's to blame? Who? The fucking bastards who like Christmas. (laughs) They. And it all comes back to my people. Are you happy? Now, My are you people. happy now? Yeah, cunts. Are you happy <laughs> now? Look what you did. You were looking forward. You, you, well, you brought us all with you on your little fucking circus of shit right up to the 25th of December. It is now what is the 22nd or 23rd or something of January. We're nearly a month away. And has anyone recovered? No. We're fatter. We're broker. We still poor. haven't been fucking paid. You know what I mean? We're still, it's cold. Well, you it's might cold. get paid at all for at least another eight weeks. Well, there you Ten, go. who knows? We're still there. We're still, we still haven't been paid. We still haven't fitting into our jocks. You know, all these things. Are just, it's just the biggest, longest hangover. It's we should a, have January jocks, Weeks though. from another bank holiday that gets us a day off work. Weeks. March. Yeah. Weeks. The kids are off school in it's February. It's still dark. The kids are off school. That's even worse. To listen to them, they'll run up and down the road. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> this whole thing. It's such a... Oh, as soon as, at least when February comes, it's short. But this month, dra- Jesus, the it's length not, it's of... an extra day this year. What do you mean, February? February's a leap oh, is it this, this year? is a leap year, right? So what is what's that mean? Twenty nine days. Twenty nine days. Yeah. Right. God I think it'll make all the difference, though, don't you? The extra day. Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. I just can never. Patrick's Day. I remember saying it to you last year. Patrick's Day. That's when the world turns. The world turns on Patrick's Day. We're next. We're knocking on the door of Easter. The hour is just Where about is to Easter? come back. Is Easter April this year? Oh, is it? Yeah, I maybe. I know because yeah. my husband's pissing off for four days to play golf. Oh, fair play to him. Yeah. Four days. He d- and he keeps brilliant. doing these things of going, he was like, um, oh, and like he just kind of, he just throws it like, just like, you know, that we've had a conversation. He keeps telling me I've told you this and I'm like, you haven't because I have, I yeah. remember everything. So I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I told you about that, that stag and he goes, and like, it's he's technically one of the last lads to get married and I'm like, I've heard this for the past four years of the last lads to do things. None of you are dying. You're getting married yeah, you or he's like, oh, it's his first baby and oh, it could be the last baby day like it's, or it's the wedding. <laughs> I love the way lads the, like, <laughs> still talk to their wives like it's their ma. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, he's like, so I have to go to that for two days and I'm like, Okay, fair enough. That's you gone for two days for that. And he goes, and then it, and I said something. I was like, well, hang on a second. When is that? And he's like, oh, I don't know. March, April. And I was like, well, hang on. Are you not away for like a couple of What is that? A weekend? Yeah. In in, oh, in April. And he's like, no, no, that's four days. Probably five. I'm like, what? He's like, I was just finding out that he's away for all of Easter. All of Easter. All of Easter. Yeah. He's well, gone. 
Yeah. For Easter, he's a stag and then they, we've like a wedding. So he's like, we might go to that wedding for two days. And I was like, and what, do you want to just leave the kids to look after themselves for yeah. the two days there? What's, what's the situation? Are we going to give Hannah old enough time for them to run three free. and five? Yeah. So I'm like, but I love, I just love that guy that he's like, well, it could be the, you know, it's the last one of the lads. So got to do that. And uh, it could, mightn't be sunny. So we've got to play golf. Do you know, I like your fella. I think he's a sound man. I do. You know what I mean? But. But. Come on now. Come on now, Joseph. This is a dishonest tactic. Isn't it? He just knows. If he just says, listen, I, want, I really want to go on this, can we fucking work something now? Right? No, but he knows I'll oh, go. You ultimately, you know? oh, I then just I'm with go. him. <laughs> yeah, no, ultimately, I'd say no. No, he just books it. He just goes, Joey books oh, things and yeah. then just tells you that. He's like, I have to, or this is happening or I'm going on this. Or just, just kind of gently puts it into, see, because we're so different. Like I plan things like 400 years in advance and I'll put it into his calendar and his phone, like send him a notification of it, send him a WhatsApp message. And he will, without a shadow of a doubt, going, what do we have this weekend? I'm like, I've told you 17 times what we have this weekend. At 12 o'clock, we need to be blah, blah, blah. And at 1 o'clock, we have to go somewhere else. And at 3 o'clock, we should have party. And he's like, all right, yeah. And yet, it's like he can't organise something. Meanwhile, he's booked his accommodation for his stag that he's going to. They have like four days golf booked, dinners booked, but except he can't book a fucking flight to try and get a whole family away because it's too much hassle. So it's like, man, yeah. He's dead right, actually. I've changed I've changed sides. I'm on his side now. It's, it makes much more sense. Yeah, much I'm more sense. His, I'd get away from me for four days. <laughs> Come here. Hero yeah. of the week. Oh, I have one too. Go on. Brilliant. Okay, do you have one? Yeah. yeah. Right, we're going to have to think, I'm going to have to think of something like Animal Facts so, so we can sing along for Hero of the okay. Week. Okay. Right? So, Hero of the Week. Ma- I saw this in the Independent newspaper, the British Independent. You know the British yeah. Independent, right? Man who robbed bank wearing a pillowcase without eye holes. <laughs> arrested after fleeing the bank very, very slowly and then stopping on his way out to pet a dog. What a fucking hero. What a hero oh. criminal. They say bad guys. They say they say all this about bad guys. A bank robber, he went into it, right? He wore a pillowcase over his head. Now, the poor lad, he's not the full shiver. Matt, Matthew Davis is his name, 47 years old. He's obviously right. not the full shilling. No. If he forgot to cut eye holes out of the thing so he yeah. could see through his well, balaclava. He tried it on and went, oh, I can kind of see through here. No, he went for it. He just went for it, right? He went into, it was Dunfermline, Scotland, right? Yeah. So he went into the Bank of Scotland and uh, he, he did, I, I get the feeling he didn't think this through, right? So he went in with the pillowcase in his pillowcase. pocket. Yeah, because right? it's so easy to stuff a pillowcase in your pocket. Uh, yeah, he had it in his pocket, you know, it was just in his pocket. Right. And then he went in and he says, right, I'm going to rob the place. Now, forgetting that CCTV was obviously already active Everywhere. before he put the pillowcase course, on. Yeah. So he walks into the bank, puts the pillowcase on in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> right? Puts it on in the bank. Like then he goes guy. up to the counter and he goes, look, uh, give me the fucking money. Right, he gets a little bit now. Not very funny at this point. Give us the fucking money, whatever. I'd say Scottish. Um, hey, give me the fucking money, you. Better. Give me the fucking money. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it when I know Scottish people are listening. Right? So, then he turned around to leave when he got the... First of all, she said that wasn't enough. How he knew it wasn't enough, I don't know. Couldn't right. see. Right. They gave him two grand, roughly. Right. Then he had to leave. But he realised he couldn't see. He had two grand in his hand and a pillowcase in his head. Okay. So he had to start peering underneath the pillowcase <laughs> to get out, right? And then, of course... There's a video of all this, is there? There has to be. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But then he, he was trying to walk down the road um, afterwards. Uh, but he had to escape very, very slowly because he could have tripped and got hurt. <laughs> so he's... <laughs> so he's leaving really yeah, slow. That's, that's, your, like the, that's his biggest problem now is getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. He got 300 quid first uh, and then he knew he didn't have enough. So he, went, so he's, he was worried then. So he banged on the glass a load of times. He had a cleaver in his hand. Uh, and then he was walking down the road very, very slowly. At which point he was seen and being followed by other people. Uh, but then he met a dog. 
Uh, uh, he's not well. Well. And he bent down to pet the dog on the way out, uh, or on the on the road, and unfortunately, he was apprehended. Uh, really, what you think? By the police. So uh, that's the headline. What a headline, though. I mean, headline of the year. We should actually take note of some of these headlines, right? And yeah. this one so far, 2020. It remains to see okay. if we can outdo it. Man who robbed bank wearing pillowcase without eye holes arrested after fleeing very slowly and stopping to pat a dog. <laughs> Sorry, that so- is a headline. <laughs> and a headline. Headline, is, headline <laughs> of the week. My hero of the week, because you did a good one last week, and that, that's a funny one. So my hero, we, hero of the week is. Did you see the Virgin? No, because you don't watch telly. Virgin Media have a show called The Great Give Back. Have you seen this? Oh, no, I haven't. No. So it's like basically they find these families. I don't know where they found them, but like they're families that really, really, really need help, right? Yes. Yeah. So last week's episode was these two deadly brothers called the Grassic Brothers, and they're over the north side of Dublin. Their mum, their dad's not around. Their mum passed away, and their um, one of the brothers has. I can't think of the name of the disorder that he has. It's the same actually that that Katie Price's son has. Like so, like they have to lock the. Uh, oh, I know what Janice. Uh, I've seen the whole Prider documentary. Prader Willie's or something uh, like that. Prader Willie. Willie. Yeah. Prader Willie's. So, like, they have to lock the the they have to lock um, the oh, kitchen. The food. You can't keep him away from the food. Yeah. But he, it's like, a compulsion. Pull, yeah, pulls out his own skin and whatever. So the Jesus. brother. So the brother is now his full time carer, right? Yeah. So they're just two young lads. They're just two young lads in their twenties, right? So the brother played, or was it is like a taekwondo champion used to travel all over the world represented Ireland but like and is is a special needs is an SNA in the local school as well so he's trying to live like have a full time job he gets his little brother up in the morning gets him organised gets him out the door so the yeah. house is upside down the mum's gone like he's changing the poor fella's sheets three so and four he's looking times, after him all the time full time carer on his right. own so he has a little bit of respite during the day he goes to a local uh, place but he's trying to desperately get him in right to this place yeah, in yeah. Wexford anyway so the whole idea is that then you adopt a family. So the family that um that adopted them were called was you know Dylan Bradshaw, who's the hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. yeah and his a... wife Charlotte. Did right. you see this? I don't know. I never knew right. Dylan Bradshaw was a real person. Yeah, no, Dylan is an actual real person, and he's an absolute soundster, and he's a real normal guy. Came from just a normal working class background, worked his whole off. Him and his wife Lottie Charlotte are like a, just a deadly couple, just an all round sound. And Dylan's an all round soundster, yeah. right? He's a real nice guy. So anyway, Dylan took him on. And like they went in and like things like the house is a bit upside down and Dylan, they never said anything about the house being upside down. They just were like, look, we're going to get, we're going to get in. And him and his wife got stuck in, cleaned the house. They ran a big golf thing. They raised loads of money. They fucking completely decorated the house. They ripped a hole asunder, had a washroom, like everything for him. And in the process of it all, because they were with him for like nearly a year. Holy and shit. And in the process of it all, thankfully this, the young lad got in. So it was Colin Connor got into his, um, Forever home in Wexford, so now he can come up and down to his family home, and that he's comfortable and he has. The know, brother is now in care, yeah, like he's, he's in proper yeah, he's care. He's in full time care now. He's lost something like three stone or something because he like they can manage his food and all those type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And then the brother who was his full time carer is looking is back playing taekwondo and trying to qualify for the Olympics for Ireland. Holy shit! It was like oh, that's an the amazing story. Greatest episode, one of the most amazing episodes of telly, and it was like we talk about all this control, like. And yes, they financially helped them and the Bradshaws did an incredible job. But actually, their kindness towards these two boys that were like, they had no one in the world. Do you know that feeling of like, like imagine just having no one in the world. Like imagine just like, that's it. Just you and your brother feeling so helpless and 
this family just come in and they want nothing from you. They want nothing in return. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted to do something to do the right nice, thing. do the right thing for him. It was such Saints, a gorgeous man. piece of Saints. telly. But but like and the, the Bradshaws have maintained a brilliant relationship with them. They feel they you know they got in really really nice. So I have to say the two boys are probably my heroes of the week. The Bradshaws oh, and what yeah. they did with these two boys, massive Dublin fans. Like the, you're, yeah, the two lads, two yeah. lads, massive big Dublin fans of the Dubs. But yeah, that's amazing. Um, but it was just, it was one of the greatest greatest bits of telly that I've ever seen. But like, oh, I'm gonna have to watch that back. Do you watch that... it back? It's still on on the on the Virgin Media Player. Yeah, it's really good. Now, last night's episode was bag of Mickey's because last night, <laughs> right? Suzanne Kane, she give it and, <laughs> and she, she take it, it away. Because <laughs> last night they had a woman from Galway who had like four kids living in a council house. She wanted to be an artist. She, to me, they didn't really talk much about her situation, but to me, I think she must have been in a very violent, abusive relationship. Right? She didn't want to go back. And then this man who owns a shed business. Basically went into her gaff and told her her gaff was an absolute kip and that her neighbours would be looking, you're in a council house, you're not keeping it up. I'm like, the woman obviously looks like she's fucking struggling here. Like, she's already said she's got, you know, issues. Yeah, He's gone yeah. in, she goes, tell you what, you're already fucking down, I'll punch you in the face. And then he gave her a shed and he gave her two grand. Like, but, and slagged her off a bit. I was a bit like, could they not have just, ta- could, it, could he not have just taken the man with the shed's money and got Dylan and his wife to do all the nice, you know, just get Dylan and, and his wife, get Lottie and, and Dylan to do all the actual, you know, empathy. So what, could me, just let me ask, what's the premise of the show? So it's called is The it Great... They get think, a celebrity, is no, that No, they're it? not celebrities. Oh. I think they wanted to call it The Secret Millionaire or The Millionaire Giveback or something. It's people in Ireland who are really, really rich, yeah. right? And that they wanted to... Because I know they wanted to call it like The Millionaire Giveback and Dylan was like, that won't be happening. I'll do a show but not call The Millionaire Giveback. <laughs> um, so the premise is that very, very, you know, wealthy, not well-known or anything, just people with wealth in Ireland yeah. that they basically adopt a family. So they're so I don't know where they source the family, but then they're given a family, but they have to bring their all-round skills with them. Right, so, you know, right, like right. if their business, their, you know, their family life, just trying to help them in every possible way. Like, so last, that's what I was saying, so last week with Lottie and Dylan, like they went in and they were like, just like, it's, I don't sound so stupid. It like, sounds like a real mom thing to say. But even like, Lashi just went in and gave both the boys a hug. And I was like, they just need a mom to hug them. Like, they just need someone just to say you're okay. Imagine just that being <sighs> yeah. so, like, in the wilderness. Lost. Like, lost. Yeah. And, like, the world's that, a bastard of a and, place like, if people, you're on your own. Yeah, and, like, he, and then in the middle of it, then the young lad who was sick got very, like, got really, really sick and they nearly lost him. Like, he was in intensive care. Like, it was Holy a really shit. fucking... And like that though, but like the Bradshaws are checking in all the time going how, and like you saw a bit of it on camera, but actually from finding out more about it, like they were in touch with them the whole time. They were in and out of the hospital. They really took these kids on and, and it wasn't just for a television show. They were fully invested and they still are fully invested. Like the other lad, his brother, him and his missus are now doing a baby and like, you know, they're li- but he, like, they're li- he Opened was, like, their lives up completely. Their life has changed completely, completely. Like, whereas the one last night, which I was, it's so like your mom came in and was just all like, yeah, I like spent these awful pair of boots on him, which is neither here nor there. But like, but you know, like it's, <laughs> it's funny like, the things that annoy you when yeah, you're not enjoying. But you something. know what it's like, you know, just because it's Gucci doesn't mean it's gorgeous. Do you know, oh, like it's, there's nothing nice from Gucci. Well, no, because all the knacks have it ruined. Yeah, now, it's like. a drug dealer. That's how you know your local drug dealer. Just look for the land and the of the Gucci gear. Yeah, <clears throat> they're on your pair of Kenzos. But yeah, oh, yeah, unfortunately. But then he, and he just kind of slagged her off, and he's like, like her house was a mess, but the woman was ah, uh, she was a mess. It was a true reflection of where she was in her life and he's just going giving out about a lawnmower in the garden and all and like was kind of slagging her off the whole time it was just and then like I just couldn't comprehend I was like why didn't they just use Lottie and Dylan for all so next week I'll go back for more but my hero of the week in a very long winded story yeah, is the, t- the Grassic Brothers fair play that's fucking oh, yeah. I don't know man 
Stone, I love watching TV like that because I know that uh, there's a certain element of it though that may you wa- you watch it and you just sort of makes you actually thankful that you're oh god yeah you're living a better life you know yeah. that you have a reference to a better life yeah you know what I mean here's me what, what was my moan today listening to boring people that won't stop moaning but that's fair enough they are really I'll accept that though like because yeah. they are really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Ah, that's the height of it for me. Do you know, but like this I've been, week, I've been you know, in that situation where you've been sitting there with people and like, you know, like in work it's or like things a gas like that. is coming off them. It's like a gas. It's just sitting gas in front is of coming out of them and they're putting you to sleep. Remember where I used to sit? Because I used to sit across from another show. And yeah. Th- that show would come in, that one person would come in and he would just sit there and he like, he just used to try and torment you to start a fight with you. Like, because he always says real controversial things. I go, no, the other one before him with the hair. Um... Yeah. yeah. So they he, like just all go and say things, and he'd just be sitting there going, "Stop talking!" <laughs> and he'd say things to really annoy me to try and get a rise out of me as well. And I'm like, "Why are you hurting my feelings? We're trying to get a rise out of me." So that's relevant as well. But yeah, no. And I've, I'm doing um, January. I'm trying. Not last week, you wouldn't know, but I'm trying to be thank. I'm doing the secret. I'm writing down my thankful my. Whatever they're called. Just Your trying. list of shit to be thankful yeah. for. I'm trying yeah. to do that. Like, but I genuinely like looked at those two boys and I was just like, Jesus Christ. Do you know what I mean? But like yeah. I am desperately trying I'm to sure. find shit. But I don't think it works when you look at other people's lives and go, I'm so fucking thankful that's not me. I think yeah, you have I to know. be like Yeah, you have to actually look at your yeah. own shit. But like, it, oh, it really is thankful. a stark reminder yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. It's you know, when you see there's something like that and you kinda of, you see the humanity of it, that's what yeah. it is. Because you can look at someone as fucking terrible as it is, you get used to seeing people in shit circumstances. Well, you do. You know what I mean? You see homeless people and at the still at the forefront of your brain, you're just thinking, I just want to go fucking home. I just want to, you know, yeah. you actually become a bit numb. Yeah. But when you see the human side of something like that, it kind of it's a bit of a there's a stark reminder. Jeez, I'm not that bad. But also, we've become a little grand. bit. I saw, did you see that? Like a poor homeless man who was lifted up by the cruncher. That was and the, the one stories of the most that horrible stories. Yeah, the, the stories that went around then was like, yes, but the council have tried to accommodate him in a home numerous times, and he has said no to it. And I'm like, so pick him up and fucking crunch him. Yeah, it doesn't like, make it doesn't turn you into litter. But like that's it's it doesn't like, turn when, a person into where litter. Where are we gone? That people think that that's the right answer. That's know, how we I comprehend know, it. You go, well, they've tried to give him a home. I know and he's he obviously got bigger home. fucking problems than just homelessness. That's the, that's, that's what. Oh, it is. and I have to say sorry. Oh, why? What's wrong now? I was a dickhead. When to a listener. What are you on about? Oh my God. You weren't. I was. So now I have to put it into context for you. The other day, I so I had to go in to do my voice service in town last Thursday and the fucking farmers, right, had the whole place. <laughs> I got stuck for two hours and eight minutes getting from fucking Marino to Dunleary on that la- this An day last hour week. And a half. Oh, it's a pox. Right? Yeah. So it's lashing rain and I'm like, they're right. They're like, their livelihoods are, you know how I feel about cabbage heads. <laughs> Their livelihoods have been destroyed. They're, uh, they this have is how you start an apology. Every <laughs> I, they have every right to protest. So I'm not going to. And I'm trying to be positive yeah. in January. So I'm like, I'm not going to get into it anyway. As the day carried on that evening, I think I was just at my wit's end. That evening, I'm looking at Twitter, and they've de- now decided that they're taken. They're going to hold the whole of the M50 to ransom. Who? Yeah, last the week. Farmers. Yeah. So our main vein of a motorway, they've decided there's kids and all driving tractors on the motorway, right? Because 
sure, what would you do with laws? Right. So I'm looking at this on Twitter and I'm I'm raging. Like I'm absolutely <laughs> like because all I'm thinking about is like there's just people hard work and trying to get home to have their dinner. Could be people panicking having to try and pick their kids oh, up. No, it, was it a, could be someone going it, to a hospital. It was to a bad visit move. Someone. It was oh, a bad move. I, I had given them town and my hour and a half of blocking. Well, blocking town. off the city and going outside government buildings, yeah. I understand. But there was no one even there. I don't want to get into the fact that there was no because like we do not have a doll in process at the moment because it's been abolished. It's coming to election time. Election yeah. time. So there's no one even there to talk to them. Ugh. That aside, I get it though. I get blocking the city, and I, and everyone has an option to get out of the city at yeah. least. So yeah. you, like you can park maybe, you know, in Blanchardstown, Luke and Clondalkin. You can park in all these and places and go in into the yeah. city, but attacking the commuter on the fucking motorway and blocking the tunnel, like that was. Like well, it, you see it, now, you see, I'm being same. that Irish prick because it suddenly affected me. Yeah. I was, you fucking bastards! <laughs> now I'm affected. It's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching this on Twitter, right? And I'm I'm now in a bad I'm in a bad humor. I'm in a bad humor because somebody on in that I'm not affected. Nobody I know is stuck on the M50. Well, that I know of, nobody is stuck on the M50. It's not really affecting my day, but I'm annoyed that they have the audacity to just hold up. And I'm like, sure, it's illegal to have a tractor. Why aren't the guards giving them tickets? No. Anyway, in the middle of all of this, someone tweeted, and I caught the first line of the tweet. I was trying to see, can I find? Oh, you reacted on Twitter in a snot? No, yeah, the top oh, line. Oh, when you're of, in the when you're in the <coughs> traffic, you you took you had a snotty so swipe. So they tweet, tweeted to me and said, "Oh, here his name is because I have to put just Tumor as his name or just Umer maybe I think is his name right." So he tweeted and said, <laughs> "I'm such a fucking arsehole." La- the last episode was depressing. But what made it more depressing was that I agreed with 2020 starting with poo in its pants, right? So, of course, me, I just, I just, I read the top line. The last episode was depressing. What made it more depressing was that, right? So I went, oh, so, so I sent back a message. Oh, you oh lost God. It. Yeah. What did you do? So bad. Come on, come clean. This is my reply. Oh, sorry, you found it pretty crap. Um, oh, sorry, I found it pretty crap too, but a, mis- <laughs> but a miscarriage will do that. Oh, you did. <laughs> It's optional listening. Thank you for your feedback, though. Peace. Oh, you gave a bit of passive aggressive at the end there. You gave him a bit of passive aggressive at the end. Actually, Look, I went to bed with anxiety, right? Because I was like, fucking. Because then he replied and went, oh, I'm not complaining at all. I totally understand that miscarriage. <laughs> Being there twice. Oh, no. You don't owe me anything. Not it, was like- a, it was a fella. Yeah. He yeah. goes, you don't owe me anything. Not like you. I pay you to entertain me. Or your podcast. <laughs> oh my God. You say what you want. Point literally was that I found myself agreeing with how poo it was. And I just said, I literally replied and went, oh my God, I was a dickhead. I'm so sorry. And he was like, I don't apologise. It's grand. And I was like, no. I was like, oh, I really read that wrong. I really, I really am a sob. Oh I my like, God. I had anxiety over that text for three days. You did not. Three days. Because, because I was yourself. like, why did I? I never react on Twitter. But the you're in a humor. fucking tractors. You were reading Twitter in a humor. It was the tractors. I'm like, where are you going? Stop blocking. <laughs> uh, I, t- like, I stay in town. But when they come out to the south side with their tractors, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. The worst apology. You're like one of those, you know those celebrities that kind of go, I would like, you're like Paddy Houlihan. No, you're not comparing me to you him. Are. You're like Paddy Houlihan. You are. You're, it's, you're, That's the lowest you've ever gone. Your apology is, you see, bring that, his apology was like, hoodlum his, you know, the apology was like, I think everybody knows it was taken out of context and what I didn't mean, blah, blah, blah. But that's but not really an apology. <laughs> an apology is, I'm my so God, sorry. I what the fuck was I saying? 
for of fear of being I was compared wrong. to that thug. And that's complete. I did never even, like if you had this, I never even equated about his mother being from Waterford. You know, that was a mental stupid thing to say. I'm so fucking sorry. I was as well by that, considering that Ashok and Miriam were our neighbours and that Paddy Hoolan. Leo's mum and dad, Ashok and Miriam, were our next door neighbours. Yeah. So I took that personally offensive as well. I also took personal offence when I was watching Love Island during the week. I don't like Leo for record at all, but I will say this. I will say this. I read. No, not that. He can fucking wash himself in dog shit for all I care. Uh, I don't like the man. I don't. I think he hates us all. I actually think he hates us. Uh, I think I he hates the I'm poor. I think he hates the poor as well. I said this about a year well, ago. That's about a terrible him, thing to I? say. Okay, I don't. I'm losing my rag now. I'm doing a Paddy Hoolan Do and saying stupid shit. I don't like Leo. I think he's just completely detached from the normal person on the street. Ago, right? though, that's all I mean. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say then? I was going to say, oh yeah, but his reaction to Paddy Hoolan, he nailed him. Yeah, he did. And he nailed him by just saying, well, I have no problem with his apology. I totally accept his apology. Well, and let everyone else do the pile on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that makes well, it makes it look so much worse on Paddy Hoolahan. Of course it does. It really, you know, it. It, when, you're, it was like when you're that gracious in, in your insult, it always looks better on you, doesn't it? Yeah. Sorry to the man I was an arsehole to. I, I apologise. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't want to go back to the election again because we actually, we're going to have, we have an episode with Stephanie Price and I it was one of the we're going to do our Dublin meets and it was such a good episode because the, the election has my head wrecked. Oh, wait, you hear the two of them? They were in rag order. Oh, did you start bawling, crying? <laughs> <laughs> she was so different to what I expected. I know, she always is. She's different to everything you expect. Stephanie Preisner is like, she's a... She's a very articulate sort oh, of a person. Oh, she's incredible. You know? You'd and yeah. it's so funny that she was she was interviewing me later in the day. But it's really funny because she reminds me so much of me in so many ways. Like even because she doesn't really know me, she did exactly what I would do in a situation. She came in and almost kind of had her back to me and just focused on you for the first. Because we're friends. Exactly. See, she knows me. But yeah. I do that. I if if I'm in a situation where I don't know someone, I'm like, it's not we rude. All do that. It's no, just you're quite, just it's focusing just, on yeah, the person like, that's giving me security. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah. Please tell me. You know, you're le- yeah. letting someone let you know it's all okay. It's such. It's I'm. So we're gonna have that podcast in two weeks. Well done, bringing up actually because her if you're with politics the, with our politics stuff That's on our Instagram page so everybody's now it's voting time 8th of February is voting day uh, in Ireland on Instagram, we'll link we have in. a new government 8th of February is our day if so if you're not in Ireland listeners this, this is why we're shiting on about politics all the time sorry because it's not us it's not us. Uh, but Stephanie Preisner, right, uh, has done this fucking brilliant thing on her Instagram and it's all saved and you know that the, the saved story yeah, she thing? she has in her highlights. It's in her highlights. So if you go onto her Instagram uh, stories in the highlights, uh, she's lit- taking questions from anybody about everything to do with this election. How the count works, what way the voting system works, what way the tally system works, what what parties represent. And she's still at, uh, taking questions from people. So if you're in any doubt about anything in the system, no question is stupid, go and look at her um, and her. Qu- at her stories had, it's really really informative so many questions that I've had yeah, like so a, many questions because yeah, she here. had a brilliant thing about Sinn Féin up the other day and it was like because I said I can't vote for Sinn Féin and she was like well look at who is in your so who's in your local election or not your local election who's your for your general election who's a Sinn Féin do you believe that they um, joined the party because of their legacy or not not like definitely not their legacy their, their history or do you believe that they've joined their party to move forward so, and that applies for every party so Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael yeah. but the, she had said it about Fianna especially about Sinn Féin because it was like actually the Sinn Féin person who's up for election in their area is somebody that they kind of but they were like but I'm really struggling with voting for Sinn Féin Do because you know I mean? they don't like the history of it yeah, I, I can't vote for Sinn Féin. I really See, like Mary. Of course like, you will. I, but like, <laughs> yeah. Mary but, Lou to me is just... But I think, I, I but think that's she's the thing. Just, I uh, think Mary Lou MacDonald is an incredible politician. Irrelevant of her being a woman and even more so because she's a woman. I thought she's she's literally dragged us into the 2020 century. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like that aside, she like I everything I, I do like about her. But I can't, I can not. Zero can't vote for Sinn Féin. I cannot give them my vote. Yeah, but this well, is fair the enough, problem. I would never tell anyone why, who to vote for. No, you can't. Uh, but I, I, you see, I'm I, the I can't vote for Fianna Gael. I can't do it. I genuinely think they see us as a hindrance. I think they see the people as a hindrance. Yeah, I but do. But Fianna Fáil are the same. And I can't vote for Fianna Fáil. I can't do it. I, I half the party had their picture taken. Saying no to a fucking the eight. To go against the eight. No, like, they, not. When you I'm look waiting. at all the independents and the Fianna Fáilers that went, tried to stop us even having the right to vote on it and the, the property crash and all. But they, they were too. They were, the Troika came for Fianna Fáil but that was it so I so, and, but then I look and at, I'm a lefty at heart you know, I look no at Fine Gael and everything that Fine Gael have put us through and I'm like so we have like the, the cervical smear that happened under their watch yeah I like so I will be forever thankful for Simon Harris for getting the eighth over the line like I really will we need a lot more done on that like they need to have exclusion around the hospitals and stuff like there's women going in having miscarriages going in for surgeries and walking out and people are standing there with small white coffins calling them murderers like because we've no exclusion zones and especially outside Hollis Street because you're right on the with the coom we the, have gates but if you are going to Hollis Street or the, the Tundra you're, sta- you're standing outside the door these are women going in with their worlds crumbling around I their know. ears and these animals are outside doing that so exclusion but that's a whole but I'm thankful for Simon Harris to do those things it doesn't excuse the cervical crisis that we had that we went for the cheapest vendor possible and we've, we've put all these women there's women dead because of them they're blood on their hands do you know what I mean and then like I get what they're like. You can see the housing in terms of the bank. You can see how it's starting to shift. You can definitely see it, but that doesn't make it any better. That doesn't stop the cripples. Like I heard someone the other day saying about the homeless crisis, and they're like, "Well, yeah, because there's a couple of people who are looking for homes. Do you know, they're always going to be the people looking for homes. Do you know what I mean? That like they're just out begging. I'm like, there's three thousand children." Living yeah. in fucking hotel room. Like Eating anyway, we won't talk boxes. about. We, we won't talk. See, about I wish to be honest with you. I, ne- I, I don't even think any. I don't think my vote's gonna make a fucking difference. The, because oh, I honestly see, this don't is the one thing think, Stephanie I don't, does I don't say. Believe my vote. Stephanie does a say it's like your your vote does because when they start to crash it down, it does. Yeah, I but don't sure, know. we're directly gonna. But I and then I was like, we could vote for the Greens, but should the Greens will cripple? I'm half people tempted living to just in, spoil it. We'll join the draw, a fucking dick on it, and walk out. But I wouldn't do that either. Mario Rosenstock. Mario Rosenstock's state. Uh, take on it oh. is is that we should have 12 people in rotation running the country and that it should be people who are like not not like James O'Reilly because he fucked the health system up but as in people who are proficient within their fields but like as in if you said to Peter oh, McFerry yeah, yeah. tell you what you take homelessness Peter McFerry would, from, would have that sorted out if you talk to Nolan Blackwell from the Rape Crisis Centre and we talk about abuse towards women yeah, but they're and not career politicians. That's the first that's thing that would matter. Point. They're not coming from a selfish point that of view. The whole, yeah. That's the whole point. None of them are career politicians. They are just yeah. people who work in those fields who know or will try with the best interest at heart of trying to fix something. And yeah. that's like, so if you had a 12 head, twelve heads of state as such or whatever, 12, you know what I mean? Rather than these ministers or whatever that you sit down and you go, because like, like Peter McFerry has said, if we do this, this and this and this, we will be in a better, you know, situation. Yeah. So I know. But then everybody, you see, then you see... Like you and me are a good example. We come from totally different sides of the political spectrum, right? Completely. But we want exactly the same things yeah. to happen. Yeah. We yeah, just disagree true. on how it should be done. Well, we don't. Right? I don't think we do. I think we we agree the same. I think we just you just vote. You would be a fan of, or you would be a Sinn Fein voter. And I think that sometimes, I just, yeah, I would. Well, I would have been a Fine. I, we would have. I grew up in a Fine Gael house, so we would have always. <clears throat> 
voted Fine Gael and then yeah. obviously because Fianna Fáil were the, the, were the more prominent parties it just changed and for me when it came to as I grew older it became to kind of prominence that my vote was coming it was Fine Gael because I believed Fine Gael was a younger party that were going to help change this country yeah I know and here we are and here we are but I think that I think that like, looks yeah. I think that Sinn Féin the optics of Sinn Féin look exactly the same they look like a young party that are coming in but I think we have a bag of Mickeys like I think <laughs> No. I don't know how. Ah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. I don't know how we fix it. <laughs> here, come here. On a, <laughs> on a separate note, have you seen the TikTok craze of blokes putting their uh, testicles in Shut soy up. sauce? In soy sauce? Yeah. Oh to see if God. they can taste it. No. What are you actually talking about? It's an actual thing. Oh my now, God. This is worse than not having the government. What? Right. So TikTok is none of my business. I learned this from um, Darren Smith last week. Uh, from Kite had told me about Ardlo Hanlon's take on oh, things. Oh, sorry, by the way, I met Darren the other day, but I was on the phone and I couldn't get off the phone and he oh, was okay. walking past and he made a phone sign and then we were gone. He right? said, call me probably, did he? Call me on oh, my I mobile. Oh, I think he was like, I, uh, well, and I was, yeah, yeah, so sorry was for not talking. Was that last Tuesday here? No, it was, oh, uh, no, it was on anyway, the road the other day. It doesn't matter. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, yeah, Darren. Um, but anyway, so he has said, Stuff that was too young from like or storms or whatever. Ardlo Hanlon basically goes, it's none of my business. So I've now tell him like TikTok is none of my business. It's like I don't even know what happens. Although I was reading online that there's now a craze on TikTok of boys, men, people, but obviously those who own a set of testicles. Pair set, pair. I never thought about it like that. I always think of testicles like knickers or scissors. Like it's a sort of a plural pair word for the same thing, you know. Pair of knickers. Yeah, like a knickers, pair of knickers, a pair of scissors. Balls. Pair of testicles, but there is two balls. Yeah, yeah. so I don't well, know if you say a pair some or a set. We have the one where an equal opportunity is testicles. A bag of balls. They put their bag of balls. They're putting their testicles into soy sauce, dipping it in soy sauce to see if they can taste soy sauce. Now, I literally read it through your balls. I literally read it, and yesterday just went to Joey. This is why blokes are fucking thick. Like, like the fact that they're even trying it, and also soy sauce is vile. Like, I can only imagine it's it's dying their sack. I know, I like, I really like the taste of soy sauce. Yeah, in a fucking, like, stir fry. Well, Not I don't know. dripping if, off if someone's testicles. If I thought testicles. I could put some in my jocks and get a nice flavour for the day, I'd do it. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm well, not going to. just put a bit of talc? Well, I can't taste talc, can I? Talc you talc can't isn't, taste I wouldn't soy put talc in my fucking either. sushi, would I? You can't <laughs> taste <laughs> 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 If I thought it would work, I'd give it a go. But I wouldn't be putting it on the internet. I'd be in doing it, having Why a go. Why would you dip your balls in anything and stick it on the internet? Just, well, I wouldn't stick it on the internet. That's what I'm saying. Would I, you try I, it though? I'd, I'd have a if go. Someone, if someone told me, is, if someone told me it would work, this is mad. I'd have. If I thought it would but work, of course, of course, there's someone out there who's gone. Oh, do you know what works? Dipping your balls in soy sauce works. Get blokes go. Whereas women would go. No, I don't. Yeah, I you just wouldn't be that. honest about it. Come I on. I wouldn't be sticking my vagina in soy sauce to try and taste it. I'm all right. I just lick it on my finger if I needed to fucking you taste try, soy sauce. Someone says, I did wouldn't. you know your vagina can eat a carrot? You definitely. <laughs> I can assure you. Don't have I mean, swallow perhaps, but eat, I think, is a bit far fetched. Curiosity would get you. You'd be thinking, you'd be, yeah, you'd be on your own one day, bored in the gap, no. right? Joey's away on his <laughs> golf trip, right? He's away on this golf trip, right? And the kids, they're with granny and granddad, or they're doing whatever they're doing. You're bored of your mind. You're halfway through a Netflix thing. The and butter think, knife's not working. Yeah, the butter knife is fucked, right? And you're thinking, I'm going to go make some food. And you walk in, and you're in the kitchen, and you're, you go, and then you go, the fucking carrot there about to go off now if I don't do something with them. And then someone goes, I wonder. And you do McKeagles. And you'd, you'd never say anything to anyone, but you'd have to see if it worked. So here's and the, I'd be I, like, like that I too. guarantee you, you're doing all sorts. I don't have time for that stuff, but I guarantee you at home you're doing all sorts now. That's just opened a whole can of 
crap, basically, of things that people genuinely probably do. Which, there has to be people listening who have done mental well, stuff. People do all sorts of. There's people no, I know do that, all kinds like of that things. They've read it and this genuinely the- believed that some, like as in there ha- like so the tick the TikTok thing with the soy sauce is a perfect example of how people go. Oh, I wonder would that work? Whereas there's no taste buds on your nads anyway. You think I can safely say there's no taste buds on your nads? No, like, you can't taste anything with your balls. No. But they're still trying. They're dipping it in soy sauce. Well, I think well, fair, fair play to them. I, I admire that sort of level of like you know reaching out and having a go. It's just you. Nobody does not even to judge. I grant. I I admire the idea of of you know not being afraid afraid to experiment with yourself. It's the problem with my generation. They just look at everything and say it's weird. Oh, I'm weird. You remember the lads that know everything's weird. Look at them weirdos over there being they're weird. They're the ones dipping their fucking sacks and the young flas on TikTok. The young fellas are dipping their sacks yeah. in. Yeah, fair play to them. I but then there's them. always like, the, you know, like the dad that thinks he's the cool dad. He's like, I'll dip my balls in too. And all the lads are like, yeah, your dad did it. Well, yeah, but that's, yeah. It's, but he ruins it. It's, uh, people my age ruin everything. <laughs> they do. Men my age ruin fucking everything because they try and be cool or something it is. Sorry, that's what I said you about have to Love accept Island. You get to a certain age, you're not cool. <laughs> I was watching Love Island the other night and they had a task and they had to write down the age of the oldest person they'd slept with and one of the boys had slept with a 41-year-old woman and they all recoiled. I swear to God, I've never Just felt, what, yeah, I have ancient, never felt yeah. so personally attacked. Yeah, ancient, yeah. They were like recoiled. I'm not even 41 yet and I was, I was like, I was like, they think it's fucking ancient. They do, yeah. Oh, like, you're nearly dead. Yeah. Like, you're, like, yeah. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. When I was doing Young Offenders, <laughs> I used to spend a lot of time with the two girls, uh, with Jen and Demi, right? Yeah. Who are like 17 and 18 or whatever. Yeah, I forget how young they and are. And I would forget their age. I would totally forget their age. Because yeah. so, I would spend so much time with them because we'd be doing scenes together yeah. and everything, you know, sitting around, chatting, and you forget what age they are and I'd be just doing my thing. And then one day, Jen looked at me and goes, so are you afraid? Like, And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, like, of, like, you ha- like wh- when you're going to be dead. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes like, because no matter what way you look at it, like, best case scenario, you're halfway dead. I was like, the fuck sort of a question is that? I said, no, I'm not afraid. I said, no, I'm not afraid. And she asked me again. She's like, really? Because it's like, it's pending. Because it's like, you know, you're not young. (laughs) I was like, I've never, I've never ever thought I should be afraid of being dead now. But but that, but she obviously completely. Obli- I'm sitting there minding my own business, and the two girls obviously are thinking they're entertaining an old man. <laughs> they're entertaining an old man. Here I was, I t- I'm thinking we're all hanging out on set. We're pals, having some tea. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, and then when she finally was comfortable enough, it's age, and, and it's care say, of the elderly day. And like she didn't do anything wrong. She was genuinely being a, a. She's a lovely young woman being just normal and curious. But the unfortunate thing was she was curious about was. How old are you? Are you not afraid to be dead yet? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) They do, though, because... We're ancient to them. My... Oshin, my five-year-old, is obsessed with, like, my mom and Joey's parents dying. Like, he's obsessed with it because... What? Yeah, because so... So, Gaga, Joey's granddad, died. He's 94. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, he's kind of... It's in his mind, then, that that can happen. So, we didn't bring him to the funeral or do anything like that at all. But he saw Gaga, like, twice a week because he'd see him down in the garage in Crofton, right? So, he saw Gaga a lot and then Gaga just disappeared. And then, eventually, he was like, where's Gaga? So, we had to explain that Gaga was gone to heaven, blah, 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 whatever. So, he kind of let that go, but then, obviously, it molds in their mind. So, then, eventually, he wanted to know why Gaga died. So, I said, well, Gaga was very old, so he went to heaven and I said, you know... 
he was he was okay for him to go to heaven. He had a very long life or whatever. But my, my mom insists on telling him that she's very old. So now his latest is, is like, when is Nana May going to die? Because she keeps telling me that she's oh, very yeah. old. He's like, she must be dying soon, is she? Oh my God. So I'm like, and I'm like, no, probably not. And then he's like, so if anybody says to him, I'm very old, Ushin just goes, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Because to him, that's dead. How do you not just lie to your kid? See, if I had a kid, the poor fucker <laughs> wouldn't know right from wrong. Like I would just never have the, I'd be like my old man's generation. I know, but like I'd be like my dad. You know what I mean? He go, when are you going to be dead? Never. You're going to live forever. It's ma- your magic. No, because they That's tell them in school and everything about it. So like, because obviously you he know, goes, I d- Don't mind school. I'm taking you out of it. Teacher's lying. I'm taking you out of school. Because <laughs> they did, November is a month that we remember. So we used to bring a picture of all the dead people. And like some of the what? kids had no dead people, but Oshin like had my, like he was lucky he had my dad and Gaga. Like, so he had two dead people. Like, so. So what did the other kids bring in? Pictures of Gandhi and all? Pictures of dogs. or Yeah. Pictures of like pictures of dogs that had died, or pictures of like I don't actually know. He said some people brought in weird things, like yeah, but like that really? he he was they like, do it in November in the schools because no, obviously it's All Souls because it's it's obviously done by oh, Catholic. Really? Jeez, I didn't think. About oh, he's that. mad for praying, mad for praying. Is he? Oh, mad for, and he because he loves the idea of saying Jesus, Saint Jesus. No, saying Jesus. Oh, he loves right. to be able to go Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Rebel. So he can say Jesus, you see. So he likes doing the. And then he's like, drags my. Because my mom is collecting today, and I can guarantee he'll drag my mom across over to the church today to say a prayer. And he'll stand the prayer with his, with his hands out, like he's giving mass. Because they get so. Like, junior infants, they're so impressionable. So, like, he's mad into. They say their prayers every morning. So did you go to a Catholic school? I did, yeah. So every morning we stood and said our prayers. And then every. At the end. Of, and they do the still. Like, I was in the same junior infants class that my son is in now, 30 years later. Yeah. Yeah. 25, 35 years later but we start the day and said our prayers and at the end of the day we say our prayers and they still do that in his school he still stands in the morning and says prayers stands in the evening and says his prayers comes home and then he's going to bed he's like um, thank you and I, we used to say the same one thank you God for I should probably remember but thank you for the Lord for today thank you God in every way keep us strong safe whatever Can I yeah. last name Father, sometimes, but really like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you see, I don't think we did that. They used, just used sort of religion as a blackmail for us when we were kids, to be honest with you. Look at girls. I just, all I took you from, know, from, from... It was like, look at that. Look what pregnant. you made Jesus do. <laughs> look what you made him do. I just had no... He was happy. <laughs> he was young. He was tripping along, learning how to make chairs and tables. And look what you made him do. Look. Look at him up there in the cross. Blood coming out of his head. Are you, are you proud of yourself? I'm seven. Are you proud of yourself? I'm only at, I didn't know I did anything. You did it all. You did enough. Say sorry. Say sorry. Hurt yourself for Jesus. So, yeah, so I was always a bit, you know, the whole Catholic thing was really, I found it very scary. I was scared of of, of God when I was growing I up. I was, I was young, just scared of, I just, it was only as we got later. I can't believe I fucking did this. I'm like, what did I do? I didn't even know the man. I didn't even know. I never met the man. And now, yeah, I, I I now, I'm, and now I'm apologising to him every day because I made him. Do this terrible thing. His dad killed him because of me. I wasn't able for it. The pressure was too much for me when I was growing up. So I, I was like, as soon as I could start to get away from all that, I, I sort of did pull really away from The whole Catholic guilty thing just got me a bit, you know. Yeah, well, you were a fucking product of it. Um, but the whole, I never understood, like, Jesus is, so Joseph was Jesus's dad. Yeah. But that God is Jesus. That always got me. So I was like, but when did he become God? Well, the Holy Trinity, aren't they? Tr- it's three and the same. But that, yeah, but three and the same. But I never really understood. 
Like I can tell you what transubstantiation is, but I can't, yeah. couldn't tell you about the Holy Trinity. I found it very confusing. I remember like, I remember trying to ask like about it and they were like, it's just, it is what it is. And yeah. I was like, I don't. Son of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, but how is he three people? Does he have three alter e-? Like I, I, like, I just didn't, and the teachers didn't want to explain it to you. They just went, it is. Yeah. He is. The Holy Trinity is the Holy Trinity. Yeah. He's the Father, Jesus, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit yeah. The Holy so Spirit is in all of us. Yeah, which is what you get the Holy Spirit when you make a confirmation and that's the dove is the Holy Spirit, right? Because it gets confusing if you think about it. Right? Yeah. He was the dove, right? So God is now, he's God, he's all, he's almighty, he's all consuming, he's all great, like the, us. The, the Father, the yeah, Dad, right? yeah. So the Dad, but not Joseph. He's just God. And then no, Jesus... No, Joseph is not God. Exactly. Joseph is just a man. But what I'm saying is, is that... You would think that if Jesus was Jesus, then God would be Joseph, but God isn't Joseph. Jesus is God, right? So, yeah. So then he's God, but then, like, is God like his alter ego? Was it like when he grew up, he became God and changed his name to God? Or, but how did he become all consuming? But then he died on the cross, then he became God, but he had to die to become God so that he could save us all. But then who called him God? And when did they go, right? Well, then he's God. Do you know? Like, and then it was like, and then it's the Holy Trinity. And I'm like, what? So then it's like, well, and he's a bird. Well, right. the poor thing is just like you can imagine. I guess that it's a representation. <laughs> but when you're 12, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're told he's now, he's, it's God, it's all consuming God. So he's that. So he is everywhere. Everywhere yeah. you go, God is looking at you. No matter what you do, God omnipresent, is there. yeah. Jesus is hanging on a cross, bleeding to death. Well, yeah, no, 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 And then yeah. they put him in a cave, right? It took him three days. Well, he came back, yeah. And then he came back, right? Uh, yeah, so the story goes, yeah. And then <laughs> now he's a bird. I don't. I think Who the bird is, is a metaphor. You? No, I think the bird is a metaphor. The Holy Spirit's a different thing. I think you know. I thought the Holy Spirit was a dove. No, I. I think that's just. I, I, me- I think that's just a metaphor for the whole thing. I never tell you that when I asked me man and dad. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I always knew I was adopted, right? Yeah. So I asked me man and dad, I said, what, where I got the name PJ from? Did I right. tell you that? I don't remember going. Maybe so I did. said to me ma, right? I said, where did I get my name from? Because your name from? was Dermot, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but I never knew that until I was in oh, my okay, 30s. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I didn't find yeah. that out until I was in my 30s. Oh, okay. But I said, so I asked me ma, where did I get the name PJ from? So your right? mum and dad named you? Yeah, so she goes, well, it stands for Paddy Joe, Patrick yeah. Joseph, mm. right? She goes, she goes, we, we called you Patrick. Because we're Irish first, right? right? Very proud of being Irish. Okay. Right? And I, St. Patrick is the is the patron saint of Ireland, right? Right. So we called you after St. Patrick. Okay. And Joseph we gave you because Joseph was the first adoptive father in the history, right? So he was the first uh, father who took on someone else's child, the son of God, and raised him as, a, as his own. And he and that's he why he didn't even have sex and, with Mary. You adopted. Just took. Yeah, and you, so we called you after these two people, Patrick, St. Patrick, and Joseph. The adopted the Jesus adopted know that. So then I went to me dad and I says, Ma just told me where I got the name from. And he goes, That's a load of bollocks. You're named after my dad. You're named after your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realised I was. Because the pub was called PJ Gallagher. And I and I up to that point though, the pub was named after me as well. Yeah, I thought the fucking pub was named after me and all. I thought my dad just put my name on the pub. But of course he did. For tax reasons, we that called was, it the Oakville's name. Yeah, that was his dad's name. Oh my God, stop. Yeah, so he goes, no. And he said, that's a load of bollocks. You're named after my dad. <laughs> so I was like, my poor ma. Oh, she crafted so nice. this a wonderful a spoof. She crafted a wonderful spoof. And then... I'm like going home to Joey going, oh my God, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. 
think on that note. On that note, um, remember everybody, lying to your kids is nicer than the truth. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I'll say. And ultimately, we're all going to die. Um, <laughs> don't forget to send us your hashtag and your race pictures and tell a friend about the Dublin podcast. It's as simple as that. Peace. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.